0: Ki, 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 ma, ma, ma. We are back with Masters of Horror, a co-production of Cold Film Showdown and No Pants Productions. We are here talking about...
1: (laughs) 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 The insidest joke you are going to hear all day.
0: (laughs) This is Jim Kata. I am hosting this series... uh, of uh looks at the anthology series from 2005-2006 called masters of horror i am joined by jocular jack hall
1: uh, key, 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 my, my, my. is that how you clear your throat before the show
0: or? <laughs> that's that is the that is the uh the sound of uh uh jason Voorhees coming to get you that is actually what it that the 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 sound that most people think is like is uh is kiki ma, ma, ma.
1: yeah sure it is yeah either way does it clear your
0: throat uh, it, well it gets uh it's it's like a vocal exercise it uh calms my voice and uh gets my right tenor for the uh the work ahead
1: ah the work ahead which is talking masters or.
0: that's not right until
1: you introduce the last guy
0: that's right we also have nick boxer with us
2: Hey, yeah, before that intro, I thought I knew what we were doing here, and now I have no idea.
0: <laughs> well, Masters of Horror, this, uh, we are, uh, we're on episode three of season one of Masters of Horror. Uh, and if you're watching along, if you're in the U.S., you can watch Masters of Horror on Tubi. Uh, and I'm sure that uh, some of them are floating around YouTube. I'm sure they were all released on uh, DVD, so hopefully you can track down these and start watching ahead. They're about 50 minutes an episode, so uh, just slightly longer than one of our episodes. The episode three of season one is called Dance of the Dead, and uh, Jack's going to tell us about the masters of horror involved in this project.
1: Yeah, this is is a very interesting one. I mean, when you talk about the, I mean, we're talking about Masters of Horror, and when we talk about it, there's only a few guys who I think have had uh, as much influence on the last, I don't know, 50 years or so of horror as the gentleman who directed this episode, um, and that's Toby Hooper, of course, well known for Texas Chainsaw Massacre, um, groundbreaking film. Someday we're gonna have to talk a little bit about where Leatherface fits in the uh, kind of the rankings of uh, of horror icons. Mm. One House, another one he did. Uh, uh, uh,
0: Poltergeist,
1: was Poltergeist. Uh, he has the directing credit on Poltergeist. A lot of controversy about whether or not he or Spielberg actually directed that one.
0: Uh, he directed it. He,
1: I I, per- <laughs> I I think so too. I think so too um life force um a wonderful remake of the 1970 i think it was 1979 toolbox massacre he did a remake in uh, oh, the early nice. 2000s that was fantastic
0: toolbox murders
1: toolbox murders what did i say
0: you said the toolbox something <laughs> I think I said toolbox massacre <laughs> close <laughs> enough close enough, enough. i'll see but both.
1: He, he's not the only master here um no. Richard Christian Matheson is the son of uh, the Richard Matheson. Um, and he did the, uh, the script for this. Um, Richard Matheson, best known, of course, for uh, I Am Legend. But, I mean, he did uh, Stir of Echoes and about 16 episodes for uh, Twilight Zone, I think. It was 16 episodes he did. Neil wow. Steele is a movie based on uh, one of his properties from Twilight Zone. Um, so I mean, uh, Richard Christian Matheson is more of a. Uh, I mean, he's written over a hundred short stories and stories. I mean, he's he's uh, prolific. I don't. He hasn't really got anything as uh, as well known as his father, but he's a prolif- prolific writer. And so I mean, when we talk about you know kind of the first couple episodes, we were judging whether or not you would consider this to be is this guy a master of horror, or is he just a a Director of horror. I think there's no doubt that we have a master of horror in this one in Toby Hooper now is it his best work? Discuss.
0: Uh, well, let's let's well, not skip. Uh, master- yeah, I was gonna say we have another master there's of horror there's, involved there's, in this.
2: There's another master of horror there. I mean, Robert England, I mean, you can't deny his influence. No, no, I, I, was, the- I figured you would
1: in, in the introductions would mention him. And we, and we should mention, or oh, sorry, and not in the introductions, in the, in the, uh, as, as you described, Nick, as you do, you kind of break down the plot. I thought you would bring him up there. But uh, you're right, he is another master. And even Billy Corgan did the music for this, uh, for this episode, uh, Smashing Pumpkins. I wouldn't necessarily call him a master of horror, but I, I mean, it's certainly a, a, a massive name. and shows the amount of respect that this uh, series was getting.
0: He didn't phone it in either. He was uh, he was right yeah. there.
2: Although, in describing the plot of this movie, <laughs> is the mention of Robin England necessary at all to describe what the hell's going on in this
0: movie? I I, I challenge you to describe <laughs> what goes what happened in this in uh, this uh, movie yet.
2: I'll I'll take that challenge. Um, this this movie. Takes place, I think, in a post apocalyptic (laughs) world. Where's the
1: success when you start with, I
2: think? (laughs) Well, the world is obviously dying from some sort of radioactive um, thing going on. You know, there's fallout coming from the sky that's dissolving people. Uh, The government is obviously shut down. The youth are running wild, doing drugs, because, you know, they don't have that long to live. So we pick up in a small cafe, and these young hooligans sort of invade it, and the young waitress is smitten with our handsome young man, and uh, she stole away to go to the evil... Big city for a night of debauchery, I think. And once they get there, uh, there's Robin England running a club and somehow making the dead dance using some sort of combination of drugs and electricity. When the young girl's mother comes and follows them to save her, we get a twist and a moral plot that cowardice never pays. He did it with no Robert England
0: That's nice. That's good. I
1: mean Robert this,
2: But you know, he's just being Robert England, so it's not really a not
0: really yeah. a huge thing. He has some he has so much fun in this. I, I mean, oh, yeah. mean no, I mean not only is he so great at playing these like these over-the-top uh big personality, creepy characters, but uh uh, there, there's a bit where he's, he's, he's the MC of this show, uh, the dance of the dead show. And, uh, it's like a burlesque kind of thing. Um, like there's a band and then like the, the main attraction is the dance of the dead. Um, and, uh, there's a point where he introduces the dance and then, uh, ha- and there's a girl giving him a BJ while he's watching the show just like off st- just off stage. <laughs> or he might actually be on the corner of the stage.
2: <laughs> I yeah. also think that The whole thing with him coughing up Blood during the whole Thing might have just been an improv Then <laughs> Just to give him like an Extra like Couple minutes on stage Screen time because I mean That <laughs> that didn't come, go anywhere <laughs> Oh I actually I have no idea what was going on with the blood Then period I mean Well they. That- People were
0: the, the, drinking it. People were stealing it. The blood thing kind of became a MacGuffin because we're we're introduced to the bad guys when they, uh, you know, they shake down an older couple and they steal a bag. They steal a, a quart of blood from the from the woman, um, and they got to sell the blood to uh, Robert England. But it's uh it it is a it is just a plot device. It doesn't uh, it doesn't pay off any further than that. Well, uh, I think.
1: <laughs> I mean, I think one of the, the, my big problems with this episode was, and I think we've already kind of covered this without saying it specifically, is the rules of the world aren't very well explained. No. You know, like, okay, this, you're doing this. I sort of understand why. Maybe I understand why. Then there's this thing, what they call it, the Blitz or something like that, that made people, to, made them either kill them or just deformed them, I guess. And who came that? It was a terrorist attack or something, maybe? Um, uh, no, I think they
0: just say it's the enemy. Like, they say there was a war, but they don't get into any detail of who the war was with. No, or...
1: no. Then there's the whole thing with the zombies who are burned, and I'm like, why? Like, that's never <laughs> explained, except for the fact that they thought it would look cool. Like, I, I don't know. I
2: thought they just sort of wore, the, wore out their usefulness. That you know they've been dancing so long that they didn't they couldn't be reinvigorated to dance
0: any longer. Yeah, because they they're go ahead.
1: Well, they never really explained that though. I mean
0: what they what they do explain is that there was this so there was this uh, stuff that was dropped. It was uh, it was a uh, a poison. Uh, it did scar some people, but it kill. Eh, but like all, a lot of people died eventually from it um so there may be some like how much exposure you got or something that's not clear Uh, but they say that these uh, it had first happened to soldiers and the soldiers would die but stay on their feet and whenever there was any kind of repetitive sound they would kind of herky-jerky it They're they're not zombies in the classical sense because they don't they don't move without like someone moving them um or without like a like i said a sound that makes they them can't move they
1: seem to stand by themselves or anything
0: no like they're not they're not the they're not a moving around zombie they're not trying to bite people or anything like that they're just you know dead people who are still standing uh, essentially yeah, but they do
1: seem to, they do seem to from when they're getting burned they they were trying to bite so i'm like do they want flesh or do they like you know what's going yeah.
0: on yeah yeah it's an uh, excellent question um really excellent <laughs> question <laughs> maybe so, maybe Nick can take that one well no
2: i I'm more confused now <laughs> than I went in so it, it wasn't the electrical uh prods that was made uh causing them to dance. it was the music
0: well, it's yeah it's it was because it originally said that the soldiers what? would move when they when there was music or when there was like sound, but I mean, I think the electrical prod is to keep them at the center of the stage or, you know, just make them more herky-jerky. Um, but yeah, again, again, like, no, they didn't nail that down with. Uh, and,
1: and that's the other thing. I mean, Robert England's MC characters bringing these guys to life, These these, these zombies. So these are the only zombies on the planet or are there other zombies?
0: Yeah, like, it's, he owns them, and he's mad when one of them is taken. So they must be a finite resource. Um, like, if you could just walk out and get another one, then, like, there wouldn't like the, the drama of the story would not happen. Because, um, really, But, I
2: mean, in the end, he does make another one.
0: He does, that's true. Um, yeah, uh, so, so the again, the... <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think that's the my problem with this. I think I mean it's, the performances are fair enough, and, and the direction is interesting. I think, but I mean, it is the script here. I mean, yeah, uh, you know that that's the
2: that's the issue. What, was this story actually internet, uh interesting enough that we care about anything? I I think Robert England, you know, making making stuff dance and boobs is enough to uh you know well, sustain this hour let's go I to the on you watching. brought it up Yeah yeah as you brought up the nudity
1: It's got lots of nudity but it's not the high quality nudity of the previous episode
0: <laughs> It is not and and a lot of uh and and a fair amount of the nudity is uh is uh, like women who are on their way to being featured players at the dance of the dead Yes they're yeah. they're probably a couple of weeks away from uh, from moving up. So um, that well, that whole club scene. I I wonder what the casting call was.
2: <laughs> Can't see freaks of all nature. Uh, if you're willing to do nudity and are missing limbs, we want you.
0: Um, yeah. uh, punk punk rock Burning Man. I think is what uh, what they would have written on the ad. Uh, <laughs> i i i can shed a little light on uh on who was responsible for what um in the uh, story wise uh because i went and i read the richard matheson short story that this was based on um which is not a long story it's only about a dozen pages
1: did Uh, you read it beforehand or was it something you you No, i
0: read after i read it after um because i wanted an idea of I, I wanted to see it if it was have
1: been a very, uh, very. It must have been a loose, loose, loose adaptation.
0: Very loose. Um, essentially, this the the short story is uh, four people, including uh, Peggy, who has never seen anything like this before, and has like um, she's referred to as a frosh in the short story. So that's a, that's a that, that's a little dated as far as terminology goes. Yeah, I don't um, even know what that means. Uh, it's a uh, American slang for uh freshman. Um Frosh Frosh week. I guess it's used more than US, but but yes, it's yeah, Frosh is f- the plural of freshman, I guess. <laughs> so, I guess she,
1: so in other words, she would have been a uh in, in high school she would have been in no, university
0: then in high no, school. No, just meaning it? she's innocent. Uh, meaning okay. that she's never she's never experienced anything any of this um n- there is of sort of the...
2: a 1950s vibe to this whole thing on top yeah so so actually in in this that would actually made, have made sense it would have made it more confusing but it would have made sense
0: yeah the short story was written in the, the 70s i believe and it says like it's basically the world from like a 1970s point of view um but the uh so they're at the show and the dance of the dead happens and they explain why the dance of the dead happens that's the whole story um so there's there's no family backstory there's nothing about the blood um no, the, twist, the, ending. no twist ending uh the twist ending is that the dance happens um so it's uh it's interesting that the dance is introduced quite early and like it's in the first half, and but then who things chose keep ramping wanting
1: up. To, to turn that into a full fifty minute show?
0: Well, I mean, what's interesting to me is that there, like, I can see making. I mean, Twilight Zone was always based on things as as short as that, but, um, but it's it's the way that it was expanded, wasn't? I was like really the big choice, like to add in the family drama and have a long lead up of her in the small town and. Like time that could have been spent explaining more of how they got to this, like Long how the world got there. Half yeah. of the
1: film is them driving and doing drugs. <laughs> well, in the they, middle they, of the, in in the, middle of the episode, scene. they're just they're just driving and doing drugs forever.
0: <laughs> the a lot I, of the driving dialogue is in the short story.
2: <laughs> okay, uh, maybe they just needed a better actor for that driving scene because the best character, uh, the best. The best friend character, who does nothing in the story, by the way. <laughs> he talks a lot, and they hired the worst actor to, in this thing that, <laughs> to perform all this. Well, he's it's a really long top. scene, and he is horrible. He's, so he's totally uh, out of it. Rough.
0: Yeah, not his finest work, I gotta say. I mean, I'm, I just gotta assume, honestly.
1: <laughs> it may just be his finest work. I uh, yeah. recognize him.
0: Yeah, he was a serious okay. regular on uh, Fringe. Um, oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, work working actor in Vancouver stuff, uh, you know, Supernatural and... It's pretty much uh,
1: everybody, you know. I mean, in yeah. all of these, it seems like. Uh, at the male lead, I didn't look him up, but I mean, the female lead I did. She was, in fact, only 16 when she did this part. <laughs> which she's playing 16, and she actually was 16. I... So that's right there. Knew my mind because it made me go, Oh, I shouldn't have been thinking. <laughs> <As> <laughs> yes. I, watching, I yeah. just so used to assuming that she's 45. You may-, <laughs> the
0: you may have had some impure thoughts, is what you're saying. <laughs>
1: yeah, I feel bad. I feel
0: dirty. You just uh, don't charity and we'll call it even.
1: Yeah. Uh- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's probably best known for being on the reboot of 910210
0: oh wow that's, a yeah, that's uh, uh credit there uh the guy that played box the uh the the yammering not great guy um his, his uh he had just uh come off of he was in ha- halloween resurrection uh his uh, his screen credit is a letter sweater guy i
1: <laughs> actually remember that character <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Now that you say it, it's like I knew I knew his face.
0: <laughs> oh man! Uh, wow. All right. What else? What else can we say about this bad boy? Uh, I do
1: like the direction. I
0: I do like the I like the way that the uh, that the bar scenes are shot, and I think that's really the. I mean, that's the meat of this story. Uh, as long as it takes to get there uh, but uh it does have that um uh, it feels like the way the 80s saw like punk clubs uh, like the people in them and it's it's interesting that it's a burles- like it is a like a burlesque show and um i i found myself partway through trying to figure out the monetizing system of this club <laughs>
1: Yeah, there is that.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, but the uh, we'll give away that the uh, the purpose of getting the blood is just for him to do the introduction to the shows. Um, he does like two or three of these a night, and he spits up blood as part of the introduction. That's the only reason they're getting this blood. Like that's. Wait, I thought
1: that's it a- was. I thought that the blood was re- required. The, the 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 corpses to come back alive was re- required fresh blood.
0: Does it say that? <laughs> it implies <a>
1: heavily. <laughs> it heavily. No, I, I they're not the no good. Nothing. They're no, this this blood is no good. It, their performance isn't as good. Things like that.
0: Well, he says he owes his audience. And but he says that it's that the, the thickness of the blood is important. So it's the visual aspect of the blood is what he's talking about. Um what do you Nick, what 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 did you take away from that part?
2: Well, as I said earlier, the whole blood thing on stage—I thought that was an improv thing. Um,
0: (laughs) It's a well-planned improv, just like all the best. I
2: thought he was actually uh, splitting up blood, and he was using—he was drinking the blood that he was buying to somehow reinvigorate himself. (laughs) And that was real blood, his real blood, that he was copping out on stage. (laughs) think that that's a great so I have sign a different take than everybody but i think you're right now he did talk about his patrons and like that but <laughs> while watching I it i thought he was that's because he needed to other, give them a uh, dance
0: i'm i could be convinced of any of these theories uh it's uh it's it's so thin within the story <laughs> <That> <laughs> for something be, that they spent quite a lot of time on at the beginning
2: Let's, let's face it, Toby Hooper here. I am sure his attraction to what was going on in this, he wanted the major set piece. Yeah, and everything else was let let's chew up the scenery and who the freak cares about yeah. you know having it make sense, which is a great thing about Toby Hooper. For me, <laughs> Texas Chainsaw yes. Massacre Two is his best film, and. <laughs> That, I mean, hmm. it's just, uh, you know, you just get to one crazy scenario after another crazy scenario, and who cares about the, you know, connecting pieces.
1: You know, he has some impressive films, but Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 is, uh, is uh, uh, quite brilliant, but, I mean, I think most people would consider it the, the only masterpiece in his catalog would be the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and other than that, it's just, Really good films. So I mean, that's an interesting, that's an interesting choice, Nick, that you say that. That that's your uh, that you consider that to be his best work.
2: Oh no, Le- Leatherface fucking in uh, a chainsaw is about the most, <laughs> most brilliant piece of cinematic <laughs> I have ever seen. I fucking love that scene. All right, let let's get into it. Where does
1: Leatherface? Okay, you you got your Jason, your big three. Your Jason, your Michael Myers, your your Freddy. Is Leatherface number four or is a pinhead or Chucky or Ghostface or who's where does he sit?
0: I I think actually four is appropriate. What's your what's your what are you calling the categories? Is it slashers or is it just like bad guys? Like is it's how broad horror,
1: is it? Horror bad guys.
0: Horror bad guys. Um bad people. We've got a we've got a female, we've got a non gender binary uh, pinhead now. Uh, the uh, I mean pinhead was always more of an aesthetic. Like he's he's so recognizable for obvious reasons. Um but as a character there's not much to him. Like he's No,
2: I mean in the first one he he's just a cinnabite. I, I think yeah, it's just he's a even the, that took off. Yeah. I don't think he of himself is that interesting of a thing all any one of them you could have taken blown off as like the the face of the hellraiser universe
0: yeah i think i think it's the fact that he has a proper uh, face as you say you <laughs> that's that you need a you need someone who can who can emote and talk and most of the Cenobites can't cuz the design is so voice, non-human no so non-human yeah uh, it's it's tough i mean someone would someone would put jigsaw up there
2: um
1: yeah, that's another
2: one, yeah. But once again, you don't really have a true face of jigsaw. I mean you have you have the puppet and you have the main guy and then The puppet's the, pretty iconic though. Yeah, but
0: I think the puppet the and uh, well, I mean, you've, some of them have have the challenge. I mean, uh, Ghostface, for example, from the Scream movies, also, I mean, very iconic, very recognizable, um, but that it's, you know, spoiler, it's not always the same person. Um, <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen the, the six or seven Scream movies, but uh, just, you know, just so you know, the twist is that it's not always the same person. Um, but I think that, like, I think that knocks him down in the ranking, him or her sometimes. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think... Like, I'm, I think I'm, the, leaning,
1: I'm leaning Leatherface.
0: The, the I, I think...
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think... I don't see Chucky being ahead of Leatherface, you know? I just... oh, that's a
0: tough one. Um, I think Leather, like Leatherface, as he has some of the same drawbacks that, uh, that Pinhead does of... He's not that defined. Like, Like, he especially in the first film it takes a long time for him to show up and um and there's not a lot of like he doesn't there's not a lot of business with him like he basically just kills people in the house um i i read a interesting article about about slashers which and not all of these folks qualify as a slasher and the uh the lack of motivation is is key to a proper slasher um and uh, Leatherface almost does have a arts and crafts <laughs> a motivation. uh um, well, he predates slashers, though.
1: 1974, right?
0: He does. Yeah. I mean, I, I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say anything against Texas Chainsaw because it is it is the granddaddy. It's you know, it's the it's your ur er text. It's the.
1: So it's what about Hooper's actual? Where, where does Hooper fit in? I mean, yeah, you know, Carpenter and Craven and and. Romero and,
0: and... yeah I, I think as you said the that he doesn't have that many great works like I mean you like Carpenter like you you could be watching Carpenter stuff for a week and not get outside of the great works Um, he like Hooper just never seemed to catch like he never I don't know if he ever became bankable enough as himself um, i mean tax change something he
2: would have though if that persistent rumor about him not directing Poltergeist.
0: I think that probably hurt him a lot that yeah. hurt
2: him a lot there yeah um
0: yeah because I mean he it, the stuff he did after he never really he did you know some cool TV stuff he was like his stuff's always good I always liked his stuff um right. But I'm looking at, like, Life Force and Evaders from Mars and Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 were, like, the spread. And also the Billy Idol Dancing with Myself music video, which I did not I did not know that.
2: Now, um, like, so what segment of uh, the Twilight Zone movie did he do?
0: Uh, I don't believe he did any of those. No, I don't oh, believe
2: he did anything okay. in that.
1: No, was, I thought he was one of the three directors. No, it was Landis, John, Joe Dante, Spielberg did a segment. Uh,
2: yeah. Okay. No, that's
0: great. Yeah, he did co-create uh, *Dark Skies*, the TV show, um, and he did a lot of like this kind of thing. Like he did *A Tales from the Crypt*, he did a *Freddy's Nightmares*, he did *An Amazing Stories*. Like he did this kind of thing of single episodes of stuff. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, he just never. Like, I, I maybe he never got out of the shadow of Texas Chainsaw Massacre.
1: It might be that. I mean, it might be, and, and maybe that's why Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 is so vastly different. Yeah. He's trying to, you know, I mean, more of a comedy than a horror in many ways. Yeah, and it's, I think that... interesting, yeah. Yeah. And, and in yeah, this yeah. episode, I think he did a, a, like, when he's at his best, there's a surreal feeling to his, his movies and, and, like, an anger to the camera work. Mm. I think uh, a true anger and and I think there was some of that in this uh, at honor times. i I think he did the best he could do with the material he, he had,
0: yeah, and you never know why the other choices. like you never know if that's you know the, the producers wanted something specific or or the script just. Like wh- like I mean, because they were building these around a director and a writer, the like where the middle ground is between those two things. Um, and in some ways, the stuff that's added is all character stuff. like it is really building our lead into a like she is the most complete character in the story and and as I said, in the short story, she's not really a character. She's just like you she's your entry because she hasn't seen this before that things need to be explained to her um yeah so yeah we never even mentioned that it, the
2: dancer turns out to be your sister um well that's, cause
0: that's maybe one of, um because that's one of the twists <laughs> yeah. okay. but you know i mean I, I we're not highly recommending this one anyway it's uh yeah. it's an interesting piece of uh i think it's it, an interesting it is it's
2: it's so. one hell of a fun watch because as we said and that's none Of the entertaining bits are part of the plot. I mean, yeah, it's, no, I mean, it's, it's an amputee punk bar with Robert England cheering up the scenery. Yeah, um, that'll that'll be really Robert England. Yeah, yeah. yeah you yes, really right there, me. that's an hour's worth of entertainment. Um, yeah, for sure. You don't need it, you don't need the story to find this a, a good little hour. All right, well, I give
1: it a 5.4
2: out of 10.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, I'm gonna give it a 6 point nine for uh, for the the for his assistance.
2: This is a definitive <laughs> 6.14 for me. <laughs> All right, well, well we That's are a cont- example of a 6.14. <laughs> we
1: are Toby continuing Hupfer to will show up again. This is the first of two that he did. So Oh, terrific. We will see if uh, you know, the next one is a little more uh, uh, popular with us. Mm-hmm.
0: all right well that was uh dance of the dead third episode uh, and uh so we're doing these masters of horror as a as a quick uh return to the cult film showdown these these episodes of of are out of competition uh mm-hmm. so they will not show up on the octagon which uh, speaking of the octagon if you go to wetalkpodcast.com that's the home of the octagon uh, where you can find out our search for the ultimate B movie. And this is kind of, uh, this is, this is our, our spring training uh, episodes. Um, <laughs> getting back in the zone. Pretty and uh, yeah, exhibition season is what you said. Yeah. I'll agree with that. Uh, so uh, you can find us uh, call film showdown on Instagram. You can support us on Patreon as and uh, support our the as I said the work that we're doing um you know where we do this so you don't have to uh and uh uh, we talk podcasts is on Twitter and they are on Facebook and there's a lot of great podcasts on the we talk uh network at wetalkpodcast.com and Our next episode will be episode four of the first season uh, called Jennifer. So we'll be back back shortly with that. And uh, any last words, Nick and Jack?
1: 6.14 is awfully specific.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, once once you start rating things out of a thousand, then, you know, you really got to drill down. I, I, I mean, I would like to know the difference. Like, what changed it from a 6.13 to a 6.14 for you? Uh, <laughs>
2: like, quite simply, it was calling the the follow Blitz. <laughs> nice. Was it Blitz or Bliss? Blitz. With a Z? Possible it was both at various times. I thought it was a double F. I'm pretty
1: sure it was B-I-L-I-T-Z.
0: <laughs> and oh, it's after the guy who read
2: uh, it i watched
0: the damn thing it's neither in the short story uh, it's uh annie <laughs> it's an annie's um and i i get why they would have changed that um, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh yeah it's an anti-personnel thing uh all right let's wrap this baby up and we'll You'll hear us next time with Jennifer.
1: Do do do. I'm looking it up now. I think it's on. Yeah, Blizz. It's neither. So it's neither. <laughs> it's B-L-I-Z-Z.